Yeah, I should join you. Uh, how is the weather there? Is it nice and sunny and warm? Yeah, it's, uh, it is really beautiful. N not one drop of rain this entire time I was here. Wow. Well, thank you for taking the time then to like hang out with me in uh, cold Toronto. So I appreciate that. No worries. Yeah, thank you. Yo! Welcome to my summer layer. I'm your host, Sammy, solar-powered Yunnan. Electro-pop artist Danny Doucette joins me from sunny Costa Rica. Man. She wisely departed the frozen north, which is where I am. Man. You can even hear the sunshine in her voice. You can also hear her sun-infused voice on her freshly released Run With Me EP. Listening to her seven-song EP inspired me. I wrote the following haiku as a sort of review. Ready for this? This is my haiku in response to Danny Doucette's Run With Me EP. <clears throat> Sugar High, Universe Craved Heart, Run With Me. So that right there is clearly an excellent place to start this really warm conversation about Danny, her spirited music, hot sci-fi movies, oh, and her inspired upcoming tour, which isn't like how most bands tour. You gotta wait for that. Such a cool, creative idea. But first, as you would expect from a podcast called My Summer Layer, we gotta start with the sun. Uh, so, yeah, are you now all ready to talk about the universe that you have created? Sure, yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> it's cold here in Toronto, so I want to start with something warm. What are the yes. Smiling Sun stickers? Okay, so Smiling Sun is a little doodle that I drew that went with a song that I wrote when I was six years old. So the song was called Sun World, um, and I think it's actually quite fitting because... I mean, already when I was like at six, I was dreaming of other planets and, you know, already in my own universe. So, um, yeah, the little sun stickers are just things that I, I, I wanted to just photocopy it and print it out. And and it's the original one. So I don't know. I just it went with the release really well. And I, and I wanted to honor my like the inner child and uh, where it all started for me. I know you talk about dreaming uh, as a little girl about dreaming other planets and stuff like that. But are you a solar-powered girl as well? Like, you do need to get the sunshine to kind of get going, to get the battery and the creative juices going? Most definitely. I'm, I'm, I want to move here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. For people who don't know, just where where are you right now? Because I'm in Toronto. Where are you? Yeah. So I'm in uh, Nosara, Costa Rica right now. Um, and uh, and the, for the last two weeks, I've been kind of just booting along the coast. Um, and I actually stayed in a treehouse jungle, a jungle treehouse, like, not near anyone for a whole week and that was amazing that was exactly what i needed like for you personally you just needed some time and some space or is that like part of the creative process for you to like just go and isolate and just um, hang out in a treehouse yeah definitely both um for me i mean toronto right now it's so stagnant like it's really hard to find inspiration in a city that doesn't allow you do it to do anything mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, that is, you know, that's, that's it. And I, I thought I was going to go mental. So I needed to get out of there and that's why I'm here. <laughs> that works. Yeah. 
you already mentioned being a little girl and creating the smiling sun sticker. So let's stick with like the little girl, little Danny. And sure. what kind of music did you hear in your house growing up? You have a very musical family, but what kind of music would you hear on the radio or on the hi-fi or like? Yeah. Yeah. No, my, my dad is a musician. So I, I, I usually woke up to him hearing him play bass guitar And also he loved to like crank the speakers in our place. We always had really crazy sound systems. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it was always like 80s music, uh, Boston, Eagles. Um, uh, he loved the Matthew Good bands. Um, yeah, like we're very like, he had a really good, great taste in music, actually. My father still does. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of rock yeah. is where like, those are your earlier beginnings. You kind of come out of a rock background. Yes, definitely. Definitely rock. So then how do you go from rock to the sound that you have, which is kind of more pop, more dance, uh, sometimes yeah. revere into like electronic? Like, how do you, you know, evolve I into them? Yeah, I don't know. I think it might be like a personality thing. Um, I When I write music, I think I write stuff that really does like resemble who I kind of am as a person. Like, um I'm an eternal optimist. I don't know. A lot of my songs, I want them to enlighten people. I really enjoy writing things that just make people feel good, I guess. Um, like the sun. Yeah, like the sun. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's funny because I did think about, I mean, I love all genres of music and that's the thing. And it, and it isn't to say that I won't cross genres at mm-hmm. some point too, because um, I also don't think that music should have to be like an artist should have to have a genre. An artist is an artist. Like, I love to write every sort of music. Um, but right now what I put out is I wanted to put out a collection that was just kind of a whole lot of history and a whole lot of songs that I've been writing over the years. And especially for my first EP, I just wanted it to reflect me um, in that growth. So, And what you're talking about is like, it's not just a, a genre too, but like the bands that you mentioned, like the ones that your dads were playing, like Eagles and uh, Boston and stuff like that, they have a sound too right like you can yeah. right they're all rock quote-unquote rock that's their genre but when you listen to them they each have a unique sound so it's also kind yeah. of like you, i guess you gotta uh work or establish and create your own sound as well right yeah exactly definitely and in terms of like a little girl who likes planets and was dreaming about other universes and stuff like this your video for craved uh which was released in summer of 2021 That had a sci-fi movie influence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fifth Element is always one of my favorites. I always loved Lilu's character. Like she's like dropped from nowhere, and yeah, I, I just thought it was—it's just a cool movie aesthetically mm-hmm. for sure. Well, <laughs> was there other any other sci-fi uh, movies uh, that you kind of like growing up? Are you like are you a sci-fi nerd? Would you classify yourself as a sci-fi nerd? I would say I'm a nerd. I just love them. Like if there's any, I would choose that over anything else. Like um, that and anything paranormal. Like I love that stuff too. So like for me, like uh, Blade Runner is really cool. Um, oh, what else? I mean, the, the Star Wars series, the earlier ones with like the Ewoks and stuff. Like mm. I even have a dog that is literally looks like an Ewok. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I just really love it. I just love the idea of anything can be out there. And I think that's a really... It's really cool. It's just a cool thing. And has those kind of like the sci-fi movies that you're talking about, uh, Fifth Element, Blade Runner. Blade Runner was, was is a good example because it put you into a whole world. Yeah. 
you're not watching a movie. You're you're basically like you you're right now in Costa Rica, and it's the same thing with Blade Runner. When you when you watch that movie, you go into that Blade Runner universe. Yeah. So has watching any of those kind of sci-fi movies like Blade Runner have they taught you any lessons about being an architect and creating your own universe, which is what you're doing now? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, I don't know. Maybe like subliminally, possibly. I mean, I hadn't really thought about it that way. Um, honestly, when I was thinking about what I wanted to, how I wanted people to think of me and kind of the brand of music and the brand of, you know, an artistry that I'm creating. And when I thought of Daniverse, it was literally because, well, me, so, and my, and verse being a part of the song. And also the fact that together it's, um, you know, it's, it, it, it it means my 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 story mm-hmm. and then daniverse so i was just like it's out, out of this world you know like create your own world and live in it which is the line that opens that song or that track at least create your own yeah, world and live yeah. in it right so exactly. you're you're inviting people as well to like create their own world as much as you've created your own exactly yeah. and that's the message the, the the message for sure it's um anyone I, I i truly believe that just anyone should just do what they want to do whatever fuels their fire and at any age, at any time, and and then and that's the main message for for what I'm doing for sure. And is this why this new EP is called Run with Me? Because this is mm-hmm. like because you sing on Run with Me. Like if you want to be with me, then you gotta run with me, baby. Right. So yeah, that almost is like an invitation as much as it's a promise, right? Like almost like the EP is exactly. a trailer. Yep, exactly. Oh, I love that the EP is a trailer. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Yeah, the, I, I put a lot of thought into kind of everything and how I kind of laid it out like that. Yeah, so what was the process then? Because, like, you, you talked about it before. Like, I think you said on um, uh, IG that, like, that was kind of a bit stressful for you, trying to figure out the track listing and how it would go and how it would flow. Like, yeah. what was the thinking process or what was the what was going through your head in terms of how you want to assemble uh, the Run With Me EP? Yeah, well, first of all, I was really uh, happy to hear that Spotify took off the um, the shuffle button on an album, which is really cool. Uh, I think Adele was actually one of the people that was the the, the, the leader in doing yeah. that. Uh, because, you know, I don't know, for me, when I wrote all the songs and then when I'm sitting there with all of them, when they're finished, like the listening experience is the most important thing. Cause I don't know about you, but like I used to love getting a CD and ripping off like the cellophane and listening to the whole thing front to back, you know? Mm. Uh, and that is when I felt like the most connected to something. Like I was like, Oh, okay. Like this is how they wanted me to hear it. But I feel like right now everyone listens to things like pieces of things like TikToks really created this like, like trend, world where i'm not really involved in it because i just i don't know i I don't want to make music for trends i want to make music as much as great if it does trend but the main purpose is to like connect and for people to be like oh like that was a really enjoyable cool thing to listen to you know Mm -hmm. so when i was sitting there uh, my partner and i just like literally listened to them all like over and over and then we put something before and after it and then it, it, it took like days and then I went to the team and I'm like, okay, this is the two different ideas I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen to them all again. Um, so definitely took time. I took a lot of time to do it, but it was important. Does that affect the writing process as well? When you have those thoughts, like, are you thinking of certain themes then that kind of like, uh, like do those kind of echo and play up in the songs and stuff like this? Or is this just each song just kind of come naturally as it is. And then you kind of put them together like Lego blocks. 
that's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about the, I actually wasn't thinking about the album at all when I wrote any of the songs because I, I wasn't sure whether or not they would all exist on the same album or whether or not they would be released as singles. So I really didn't go into that it that way. But then, you know, after I listened to all of them, I was like, you know, they're all so there's some special things about each, but then there's things that tie them together, you know? So it just happened to work out that way. How do you write? Like, uh, now that you've written a number of songs, how do you write? Like, do you start with guitar first, or, like, lyrics first? Do you have, like, thoughts in the shower, uh, right before yeah. you sleep? Like, how do you, how do you write? Honestly, like, I'm like a one-liner girl. Like, I'll, I, will list, I will think of a really cool line, and generally when I'm thinking about music i'm already attaching notes to it like there's already a melody that i have in mind for it mm -hmm. so sometimes it could be like a super simple idea like just like the hook or just a super um like like th like a three lines that i'm like ooh, this would be a really cool storyline and then i kind of just build it from there um i'm really like i have to be inspired by like i don't know other people or seeing something or i it, it's uh which is what was difficult in Toronto for the last like six yeah. months. I actually, I actually didn't really write that much and coming down here, I was, I've been writing every day. So that's been nice. This again, kind of reinforces what we're talking about with like being an architect. Like you said, you start with one line or two or three lines and then you could build something out of that. That's the foundation. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of grow. I like to, yeah, no, it's so true. I like to think I have a really, just a really good imagination is really what it is. That's kind of my writing style. I just really like, I like to just, I don't know, imagine. That's it. Run With Me EP has six tracks. Are there any like autobiographical elements that run through it, especially maybe like the last two songs, uh, like Making Moves, uh, which is about yeah. having some fun uh, with your clothes off. And then, uh, the, uh, <laughs> um, and then the other one, which closes out the uh, EP, uh, Run With Me, which is like... It's like the anthem. Kind of yeah. like the anthem. That's a good way yeah. to put it. Yeah. So then, yeah. like, are are you getting more comfortable, like, writing about more the some of the more the intimate stuff and kind of opening up your heart and experiences and getting those down, or like, do you kind of because that's yeah. also like a challenge as, as a creative person because sometimes you want to censor yourself or you don't feel comfortable writing about like intimate relationships and things like that. Yeah, I feel like I actually am somebody that like I feel like sometimes I have to censor myself more than I would. You know what I mean? Like, it's funny because. For me, I've, I've been, it, honestly, if I had it my way, I'd live naked in a jungle. Like, I'm a very open person in, in kind of all aspects of my life. Like, mm -hmm. I really um, embrace, like, who just I am. And I, I, I don't really, I don't, like, yeah, we're all human. We all experience the same things. I'm just, like, I just feel like it's such an, I'm a very open book. Let's just say that. Um, so when I wrote Making Moves, it was like, honestly, the experience like of, I don't know, I, I was actually the beat inspired that song. So when the producer played me like a loop that he had, I was like, I was singing along to it. I'm like, da, 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 da. and then I was like, oh, what could the story be? And then I was like, the, the mood of this song is so like, you know, cool and dark and sexy. And, uh, and then I literally just started writing it about like, you know, what would I want to do on a day? Or like, you know, uh, it's like women empowerment and taking control and yeah so that, that's how that happened but to finish your question the the whole the, there are a lot of songs like post it for instance that song i wrote um 
I wrote the first lines when I was looking in a mirror. I was actually talking about social media. And I was always like, you know, I'm, I, I think about things a lot. And when I put things out to the world, I really want them to, to, sh to, to feel very authentic. Authenticity is so important to me because I feel like right now we live in such a fake world. I'm like, I just, there's only one of me and I want to show it in the most authentic way possible. Mm -hmm. So post-its about like, you know, why are you giving love to people that don't love you back? And it's about mostly the effects of what social media has on like young, young people um, and how I think it makes people feel devalued almost. And also puts people on a very, um, I don't know, what's the word? Not interesting. A very superficial, confusing place. Yeah. And superficial. Yeah, exactly. So that's what post it's about. And that song was really important for me to put on the, on the EP. Does you, you did previously modeling before this and I'm wondering, like, does, did that influence some of that thinking as well? Because that sometimes can be a very superficial world, right? Where like, you know, pretty girl yeah. wearing a nice outfit yeah. and that's kind of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, and that definitely fueled the writing of that as well. Yeah, I guess like that that world, as much as it is, you know, I'm very thankful to have done it because it's great. It allowed me to like really dig into like branding and knowing mm -hmm. what that's about and also like just um, networking, you know, it, it was great for that. Um, but I always felt like I just wanted to share more of myself, a more substantial part of myself. So that's where writing came in a lot whenever I wasn't doing that. So, yeah, it's interesting because yeah. like a lot of the famous models that we know or that people kind of uh, enjoy, we rarely hear them speak. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. you just on the cover of magazines or you're doing the Victoria's Secret runway things or whatever it may be, but you're just kind of always just in the clothes or in the gear and you're like your photos mainly right so you never actually really hear them yeah. speak you don't know what they're like as a person or what they're reading or if they like sci-fi movies or anything was True. that a, was that a challenge as well i guess that authenticity and that superficiality you're kind of pushing back against was that like also again just fueled by the modeling experiences where like yo i got things to say i got like feelings here very much so but you know i, I think People that know me, I, I kind of just say what is ever what's on my mind always. I'm a pretty open book, like I was saying. Like I, I don't really hold back for much. <laughs> um, so I always did feel like you know I was always kind of like introducing myself in a way, even in an, in a very like plastic world. I was doing it differently, even though like you know I I I was still me. I was still doing like what I what I like. I enjoyed it, but I I did it differently. I think. I, I approached it like, I'm like, okay, how would I do it? Not how anybody else would do it. Like I, it just had to feel, feel right too. I didn't do everything. That's for sure. Yeah. And I mean, that kind of, this is, this kind of parallels, this might be a stretch and might be terrible psychology, but it parallels some of the sci-fi uh, elements. And you, you were talking, you and I were talking about before where, because there are certain sci-fi movies where people find themselves in this like weird world where the rules don't quite make sense. And so they want to chart their own path. Right. Yeah. And that yeah, opens very... up new doors and new avenues, even though it disrupts everything. Very true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my agent had a lot of fun with me. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I could imagine. Yeah. And what, uh, what about being on stage then? Did like, just to finish up this part, uh, as we kind of talk about your modeling career, yeah. did like, does modeling like have any like impact on like 
how you carry yourself on stage or like because now you got to figure out your live show the run with me ep is out mm-hmm. so now you got to start figuring out how you're going to like perform these songs right it's one thing to record in the studio now you got to get on the road and like form it so as modeling kind of at all influenced yeah. like your relationship with the stage and how you carry yourself or gestures or anything like that well i have to be totally honest with you being on a stage is never something that i like that was normal to me you know what i mean like even when I was going doing runways, like I, I've walked some of the longest runways in the world, like I would be going down quivering, but I would look like I knew exactly what I was doing. Um, I just, yeah, I, I, it was always just like a ride. Like, I don't know what it is, but I, I've, I have this disposition, like this, I have this way about me that I really like to just freak myself out, I think. <laughs> Like, I really like to scare myself and see what I'm made of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that what I've carried into my live show is that um, that experience for sure. And just like I, I hold myself. Um, I know how to like work a crowd, I think. <laughs> and I really enjoy like. I really enjoy what I do. But yes, I every time am scared shitless, like not going to lie. Like I I'm scared because I really put a lot of pressure on myself to do my best for for my for my fans so is that where some in my audience is that where some of that pressure does that like is that where some of the creative direction because you worked on some of your music videos as well to kind of style them to give them a certain look Mm -hmm. right so is that also kind of like another way to like invite people into your world and to see what you're seeing yeah like when i when i when i direct my own videos that's that's for sure i really enjoy doing that I think it's just so fun. I, I, I'm a creative person on all, on all fronts. And uh, I really like to do everything like from the styling part, from putting together the team, directing the video. Um, so yeah, it's uh that's, it's just another way that people can see a really true representation of what I'm trying to put out there too. Yeah. And so the album is uh, out now. Uh, so the EP is out now. But what are you hoping then? I guess you're waiting for like Toronto to kind of reopen again to like do a album release party, or what are you going? What are your plans? Because I know they all got disrupted. I know every other uh, every other artist is also kind of dealing with this kind of uh, unknown <laughs> factors, trying to get albums out, books out, movies out, all kinds of things. So yeah. are, you, are you hoping then to do like an album release party eventually sometime down the road? Or what do you, what are your plans? Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, it's too bad because like, you know, when you start planning a release, it's kind of like a freight train and, you know, there's so many moving parts to it. So it's like, and once it gets starts, like it's hard to slow down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously, release the album during the pandemic in january was not probably my first choice ever mm-hmm. <laughs> um but and and just how it happened but you know what i like to think that in the universe it was meant to be and um but yeah as soon as things open i mean i'm going to be i'm planning a walking tour i really want to do something in this summer where i'm covering like literally 30 kilometers a day uh, from Ottawa to London, Ontario, and I'm be well, walking for a month is uh, a project that I'm working on. Um, oh. Just because I really want to like connect with, yeah, it's like a, a it's musical a really, Terry Fox or something. Yeah, honestly, I, I since I was a kid, like I have this thing that like, I really love to cover distance, and I want to do it to raise money uh, for mental illness um, and to um, yeah, and to use that to help children deal with um, their feelings with music. So, oh, that's cool. All right. 
Yeah. Where did the where did the uh, the the passion for like uh, working with charities and nonprofits and that kind of, like you like to help people, right? So where did where did that come from? Uh, yeah. I you know what? Because I think music in itself is already helping people, and I think it's just literally the best thing that you could do with it. For me, when I I, I think music is all about connection, and and for me, losing the live component of my show has been really hard because. That is literally where I, I I live for that. I live to meet people that will listen to my music and say hello and like see how it's connected with them. Mm-hmm. And that to me is something I really, um, really miss. So to do this walking tour, this is something I started planning a couple months ago. Um, yeah, I just want that. I want that people to come and be like, hey, I'm walking from here to here today. Come join me if you want to talk and walk with me. And uh, it's going to be a really cool way to submerse myself into different neighborhoods and to share my story and share my music and also to hear other stories. So that's uh, that I'm really looking forward to. And it's yeah. just getting planned now. So Okay, we can look forward to that. As we're wrapping up now, if I lend you my time machine and you can go back in time to see anybody <laughs> live, who would you go back and see? Oh, I'd love to go see Whitney Houston. Oh, okay. In her prime, like yeah. when she just started. Yeah. She was amazing. Um, but if you gave me your time machine and I could go back anytime, I want to go back and see Dine. Sorry, you froze. Can you say that again? <laughs> I said, I said, yeah, for music, Whitney Houston. But if you gave me a time machine, I'd want to go back and like see all the dinosaurs. Oh, <laughs> you, you think you could survive in a time of dinosaurs when there's barely any humans around? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right? I don't know. Well, yeah. I'd try. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're a tough lady. I think you can pull it off. But I think you. I don't think you should stray too far from the time machine. You know what I mean? Just in case you see like a T-Rex <laughs> yeah. or something large. Yeah, or way. like Rick and Morty. Rick, yeah, like yeah. Rick and Morty have it in your pocket. You know, he's got like a little transporter. Or Stewie Griffin. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, so where there can people find you online to talk about uh, Family Guy, uh, your Run With Me EP? <laughs> Uh, if and when this walking tour happens this summer, where can people find you online to talk about these things? Yep. So easiest is uh, dannydusatmusic.com and it's kind of everything's there. Um, also my Instagram, um, reach out. I love to talk to people. Uh, it's danny.underscoreduset. Um, and there I have a link that'll link you to my YouTube, to my Spotify Um, and also just letting people know it's totally free to subscribe and to follow. So if you enjoy anything on my pages, please do that. That's very helpful for artists. Mm -hmm. Um, cause we don't get paid for our (laughs) streams barely. Um, so, um, that's just the best way to say thank you. And what else? Um, yeah, the walking tour, look out for it. It's going to be August. The end of August is when it's, I'm planning for that. And I think that's about it, right? Yeah, the Run With Me EP yeah. is out now, so you can listen to it, as she said, yep, on it's Spotify out now. and all the regular places. Yeah, yeah. Leading up to this, you released a couple of singles. Are you also planning, like, do you have more stuff kind of banked that you are, like, thinking of releasing, or are you just going to focus right now on the Run With Me EP and just kind of work on those uh, videos and those singles? Yeah. Um, the most important thing for me was to release a body of work because I just really wanted that to speak for me and just to show people what I'm all about. Um, but there is a song uh, releasing on another label. It's going to be another like dance track. It's very cool. Um, it's releasing on a new label called Feels Like. 
Um, and the song is called Feel My Love. That'll be, we're thinking end of Feb, beginning of March. Um, and already we have uh, 10 or 11 pretty pr profound um, DJs remixing it already. So um, there's going to be like a ton of remixes of for like trance, uh, beat, like a dubstep, everything. Mm -hmm. um, and the original, the original vocal, I actually recorded um, it. The original vocal I recorded about seven years ago, crazy enough, and it was my favorite vocal taste that take that I only did once, <laughs> and uh, we ended up using that on this song. So um, yeah, it's it's a really cool track, and I know people are gonna love this one. It's really cool. All right, we'll look out for that. Uh, as you said, uh, the Run with Me EP is out now. Thank you for hanging out. We covered yeah. quite a bit. We covered uh, the universe, uh, the smile and <laughs> sun stickers. Uh, that you like sci-fi and that uh, you have you like dinosaurs. You have a favorite dinosaur, by the way. Before we go, hmm. I like the um, the triceratops. Tri tri mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really cool. That is a cool shape. They're huh? like a, a weird rhino. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't tell them that if you yeah. travel back in time, call them weird rhino. They might be offended by that. They might take offense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where would where would you go, Sammy? Uh, to see somebody live? Yeah. I never, um, even though I, was gr I grew up in the 80s, I never got to see Michael Jackson. I know he did the tour after uh, Thriller came out. He did Bad. And that would have been just neat because that stage production, that was like one of the earliest, you know what I mean? Now yeah. we kind of like take for granted Beyonce and uh, Sia and all these other artists who kind of do these elaborate, Kanye does really elaborate kind of stage productions. But that was one of the first ones where yeah. they like kind of incorporated all that dance and like music and all that kind of stuff. That would have just been neat to see uh, just kind of at the, at the height of that power. Yeah, I there. agree. So um, yeah. it's always kind of neat to, like, cool. to kind of go back to the beginning and see how we got here. Right, like yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Woodstock too. That would have been a fun time to hang out. <laughs> I can't do see a bunch at once. <laughs> yeah, I can't do a lot of the camping. Like I can't do Coachella, so I can't do a lot of the camping ones. I'm city soft, right? I know who I am. I'm not sleeping. Oh no, I'm not sleeping in a treehouse like you are. So, um, oh, that's funny. But uh, yeah, I mean, if I could like watch a couple of Woodstock shows and then get back into my time machine, come back to like the city or whatever, then I would appreciate that. But yeah, uh, Woodstock would be a lot of fun. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix, especially he's amazing. So, Oh yeah. Cool. Recording stopped. That was Danny Doucette in sunny, strong Costa Rica. I'm Sammy host of my summer lair. To give you a sense of the music on her Run With Me EP, here is one of my favorite tracks from that EP. This is Puzzled. Thank you so much for hanging out with me in a Netflix world. I guess this one should be like, thank you for hanging out with me in a wintry world. Sunshine, yo. Wipe the board clean Everything I ever knew You were transparent once And that had me confused I thought how could it be That you were so true It gave me melodies inside my heart I was certain it was you Now the pieces don't fit anymore I just don't know why Every time we push them together Spaces won't come by 
the problem that needs solving. Now the 